Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode. And we have a poem on today from Matthew Grilla. And Matthew is a co-journer from Canada. I am glad you're here, Matthew, and thank you for submitting your poetry, and I am going to read number two. The garden fence is mended and the sun begins to shine. I lay down in the dirt and my soul rejoins my nascent vessel. She must return efficiently, explore the biosphere. I breathe in air to ignite the wet fire in my belly. My soul is home. I welcome me home. Oh, beautiful, Matthew. Yes, 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 yes. My soul is home. And I am all for this holistic journey, mind, body, heart, and spirit all of the different aspects of us uh, coming home, coming home, not leaving any part of ourself out of this healing journey. And so if you want to share your poems or your vows to yourself with our community, please email them to me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. That's homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. And today's episode, we're going to talk about stop stressing, (laughs) stop stressing. This is so important as we are on this journey home that in many ways uh, we can become so stressed out that we can miss our homecoming, we can miss our authentic selves. We can miss uh, purpose and possibility uh, because we are caught up with all of the worries, the distractions, uh, the insecurities, the demands of the day. And so I want to start this episode with a brief meditation uh, to invite us to not only talk about or think about uh, releasing our stress, but for us to actually engage in it. And so I invite you to close your eyes if that feels comfortable for you. And if you're not driving uh, or walking, if not, you can just lower your gaze or save this part of the meditation until later and tune into the breath at your own pace Paying attention to the inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. As you start to scan your body, noticing where the tension is, 
sending breath throughout the body, giving yourself permission to breathe and release. Relaxing your forehead, releasing your jaw, relaxing your neck and shoulders, dropping your shoulders and letting your arms and hands relax. Releasing the tension in your back, upper, middle, lower back. Relaxing your legs and your feet. Setting intentions for self-compassion and for clarity. Bringing to mind what you need at this time. Letting those thoughts come to the forefront of your mind. and becoming aware of any stress you've been carrying that you're ready to release from your heart, your mind, your body, and your spirit, giving yourself permission to release it with a cleansing breath. Beautiful, beautiful, that's good. So it is important for us to be aware uh, the way that stress can have harmful effects on our physical health and our mental health, and it can uh, become easy to live a life perpetually stressed out, that as soon as one thing is solved, we can turn our attention to the next problem, the next issue the next deadline, the next conflict, the next possibility. And you can go like that from event to event, source of stress to the next source, to the next bill, to all of these things, and look up and not really have uh, ever lived fully, not really have even breathed, not even uh, have fully uh, learn to rest or dream or love. So when we talk about our homecoming, we want to be at home within ourselves so that we can actually be fulfilled, so that we can actually be whole. And if I am perpetually focused on things that are stressing me out and people that are stressing me out, I can miss myself, right? Do you miss you because of being consumed with the worries of this world? And so we want to think about ways that we can uh, stop stressing. So one of the things I want to let you know is that we often hold stress in our bodies even when we are not aware of it. So with our words and even in our thoughts, we may say, I'm fine, I'm good, um, but our bodies are tense. We may be holding the tension in our lower back, grinding our teeth at night. Uh, we may have tension headaches, lower back ache, uh, pain in the pit of your stomach, uh, wherever it shows up for you, um, I invite you to consider releasing the stress from your body, right? Releasing the stress from your body. And one of the ways we do that 
is with uh, stretching and physical exercise, you know, and whether or not that is walking or running, uh, swimming or dancing, sports, aerobics, Pilates, uh, whatever form that takes for you uh, to include your physical body in your homecoming. That homecoming is not only about your mind and about your spirit and about your heart, but it is also about your body. And your body has been carrying a lot. And many times we block out the pain and the discomfort in our bodies and we say, I just want to press through, right? We treat our bodies um, often badly and just make them do what we want them to do without giving them a lot of care. And so for you to become uh, intentional about uh, moving your body, stretching your body, exercising, knowing that there is stress and perhaps trauma that um, has taken root in my body temple and I don't want to uh, let them stay there unacknowledged and end up with these health consequences in my mental health and physical health. And so to get moving. And uh, that's why I love that some of you have written to me and said that you listen to the podcast when you're on your walk or you're on your jog. I think that's uh, really beautiful. So whatever activity works for you, I've shared with you all that I love dancing. Um, so what is the movement that gives you a sense of freedom, that gives you a sense of release, that puts you in touch with your breath? and your heart rate, right? What is the movement that when you are moving in this way, engaged in this activity, it allows you to physically come home to yourself, right? Not only do we want to stop stressing by moving our bodies, we also want to stop stressing by shifting our uh, nutritional plans, right? shifting the way we eat and what we eat. That uh, sometimes uh, there are those of us who are doing late night emotional eating. And then because your body is up digesting the food, uh, now you're having uh, more insomnia, right? It's hard to sleep because you're activated in that way. Or if we are having um, a lot of sugar uh, in our bodies, then that can uh, slow us down in particular ways and have other physical health consequences as well as mental health consequences. Uh, many of us are not uh, getting any nutrients uh, in our bodies. And so then when stressful things happen, that might be a low level or even a medium level stress because your body is already on empty uh, then when the stress hits, it feels like a level 10 out of 10, right? It feels more severe or intense, right? When we're tired, when we're hungry, uh, we don't have often the emotional capacity uh, to regulate our response or to check in with ourselves and take care of ourselves. So I invite you to really think about uh, the times that you are eating. 
um, trying to avoid really late at night and then also what you are eating, trying to give yourself foods that will actually fortify you and strengthen you uh, so that you are sustained uh, when challenges in the day arise, right? That you are not meeting challenges on empty. I mentioned that it is also difficult to handle what could be stressful when we are tired. So if you're exhausted, it's really hard to rally yourself and often you will feel overwhelmed, uh, depleted. You will become easily stressed out because you're already drained, right? You show up to work already on empty or you show up for this family event and you're already empty. You're already exhausted because you were up all night thinking about what they might say and what you might say. And so then you show up not feeling equipped or grounded or ready uh, to address what needs to be addressed. And so giving yourself permission to rest. And the Nat Bishop uh, writes about rest as a revolutionary act um, that especially for marginalized communities, we're often told that we have to always be on, that we have to um, always uh, do a million different activities to prove our worth or our value. Um, some people are afraid to go to sleep because they don't want to think about um, uh, difficult memories. But I want you to know that you are worthy of rest and with a trusted uh, professional or trusted resource like a self-help book, uh, it's important to face the things you are running from, whether past or present, so that you can actually lay down and rest. Yes, uh, staying up to keep out of your thoughts is not a sustainable plan, right? So to allow ourselves uh, to rest, to get on a schedule uh, with our sleep, so that um, we can be restored and refilled to face the day. Not only do are the basics around exercise, uh, nutrition, and rest important um, so that we can stop stressing, um, but it can also be important to utilize your spiritual practices. And so um, whether you engage in meditation or prayer, or reading sacred texts, they can help to give you perspective, right? Sometimes we are stressed out because of what we call catastrophizing, where in our minds, everything is a catastrophe, right? Everything is a, is a disaster. And when you respond like that, physically and emotionally, it's draining. So with meditation or prayer, or reading sacred texts, our inspirational texts. It can help you to uh, put situations in perspective, to be able to frame them, to know that not everything is deserving of a four alarm response. Uh, not everything is deserving um, of all of my time and attention and focus. And so when I engage in my meditation or in my prayer. Uh, it allows me to reflect on things from a balanced place, 
from a place where I can step outside of the circumstance and really try to look at it, to look at my role in it, to look at what do I actually need or feel or want, uh, what is happening that perhaps I have been denying or avoiding. And so I can get to a place of clarity, right? When I feel uh, clarity in my spirit, then I am less likely to be stressed out by the events of the day. Even if the day holds some challenges, there is a difference between facing a challenge and being stressed out. And so a part of what can equip me to face my challenge um, may be my spiritual practice. It also can help you to stop stressing, uh, to connect with calming, soothing, uh, restoring people, right? When uh, some people can help to co-regulate us, right? That when they're in our presence, or when we're in their presence, we feel less panic, less stress, and more calm. So I invite you to think about um, who are the people, even if it's just one person, that if you're on the phone with them or when you're present with them, uh, you can literally feel the stress leaving your body, right? That you can feel yourself breathing more fully, that perhaps even you're able to sleep better, that you're able to look at uh, a situation with fresh eyes when you're in conversation or dialogue with a certain person. And so connecting with people and spending time with people um, who are less stress-inducing and more so people who in their presence, you feel uh, a sense of home, where you feel you can be your authentic self, uh, you feel at peace with them. It is also important to think about the ways we can contribute to our own stress, right? There are outside things that are stressful. I mentioned um, bills or family drama, um, the realities of uh, discrimination, um, all of these things can be sources of stress. COVID-19 uh, can be a source of stress. And yet there are also things that we can do, behaviors that we engage in that create stress for us, right? So I invite you to think about what are the ways I have created or added to my own stress so that I can shift my behavior, right? So one of the ways you might uh, create stress for yourself is by uh, committing to too many things, spreading yourself too thin, right? If I'm trying to cram a million things in one day or in one week, it is a setup for me to be stressed out. So I want to learn how to say no, right? And give myself permission to say no, that I don't have to say yes to every open door. I don't have to say yes to every request. I don't have to say yes to every phone call and every email. I commit to myself and commit to my wellness. So my commitment to myself and my wellness requires that I say no to some other things. Yes. And so I invite you to think about what are the ways you may be spreading yourself too thin and uh, to who do you need to establish better boundaries with? Another way that we can create stress for ourselves 
is refusing to delegate. So when you don't trust anyone um, and you believe you have to do everything by yourself, uh, that is intensifying your stress. Um, it is important to be able to uh, delegate or share responsibilities or ask for help or receive help when it is offered. Uh, it is so important because when we are committed to being a one-person show, right, of being a lone ranger, of I'm going to do it all by myself, um, it is a recipe for a stressed out life because you believe you have to carry the weight of everything on your shoulders. And I know some of you are saying, but I do, but I do. And I, I invite you to really think through what are the ways you could share the load, either in your current relationship circle or friendship or family circle, um, or how you want to be intentional going forward about uh, getting help, right? From new friends or from professionals, helping professionals in your life so that you do not have to uh, carry everything all by yourself. Some of us uh, create stress for ourselves by being quick-tempered, um, by being too reactive, and so if something happens and I don't give it any thought, I just blow up, right? I explode, I say anything out of my mouth, or I do something which is really um, outrageous or intense. Now I have to deal with the aftermath of my behavior, right? Now I'm having to deal with the aftermath, the consequences of what I said or what I emailed or what I did. Right. And dealing with those consequences can sometimes create more stress than the original thing was actually worth. Right. So this doesn't mean never respond or that you should always censor yourself. It simply means giving yourself a beat, a what I call sacred pause to let me just reflect on a moment, because if it's the right thing to say or do and I stand by it, then in a few minutes, I'm going to still believe that, right? Or the next morning, I'm going to still believe that. So let me give myself uh, just a moment before I react, right? Let me slow myself down uh, so that uh, when I respond, my response is uh, thoughtful. It is uh, in alignment with what I intend to communicate and uh, that it is not now creating more stress for me. Yes. And then I will say one of the ways to stop stressing out um, is through the arts. Right. So painting, writing your poems and your vows, uh, singing, listening to music. Uh, we already mentioned dancing. Uh, drama and theater, both performing or watching it, which is why some people like to watch television or films or listen to comedy. Um, so the artistry around us, whether performance arts or uh, the visual arts, can be such a release um, of the stress that we have been holding. And so I encourage you to know 
there is uh, much more to life than going from stress to stress. And that even when you feel like you have no options, that you can nourish and nurture yourself. You can try to slow down the pace so that you can evaluate again, what are my choices in this moment? Even if they are limited, uh, there may be more choices than I saw in my moment of panic and stress. And the very last thing I will say is uh, priorities and perspectives. Shifting your priorities and perspectives. Sometimes we're stressed about things that really are not a big deal, right? And I think if we're honest, all of us can think about a time in your past where you were so upset or stressed about something, and in the grand scheme of things, it really was not that deep, right? So I invite you to just remind yourself of those moments. Yes, there are some things that uh, will get us worked up and that are worthy of that. And then there are some things that if I look at it again, I can say, this isn't what I was hoping for, or this is a lot that they're asking me to do, um, but I refuse to stress myself out about it. So I will get done what I can get done, and that will be that, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I will uh, operate from a standpoint of taking uh, perspective and um, not overcommitting or overpromising uh, what I can deliver. And there will be times where there are not enough hours in the day. There will be times where uh, there is not enough money in the bank. There will be those times where what I hope for is not occurring and I still give myself compassion. I give myself love. I give myself the gift of peace and the peace that is not dependent on perfection. I do not need things around me to be perfect for me to have peace within my spirit. So I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>